You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Dark Elevation. Starts with Bobby Fish. Uh, his first match in about a month defeats Blake Lee of the Nightmare Factory, or just the factory now. Fish, um, he messed with some fans ringside and kind of knocked over their beer, so having his fun with fans as always. But he gets a quick win here on Lee with a knee bar as Lee taps out. Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir defeated Sky Blue and Brittany Jade. Vicky Guerrero was back with Rose after being away for a while. And Brittany Jade, who's appeared before on AEW Dark, is just going by Brittany now. I guess they don't want to have uh, two Jades, I guess. But Marina makes Brittany submit with her greedy submission. Julia Hart defeated Amber Nova very quickly by submission with her new stretch finisher. That doesn't have a name yet. Ethan Page defeated Leon Ruffin. Ruffin actually got the crowd behind him with a little bit of offense and uh, a little bit of offense and pen attempts. So actually, it was a pretty fun match here as he kept reversing the Eagles' edge. But Page eventually hits him with it for the pen. Dark Order's Evil Uno and Ten defeated Terrence and Terrell Hughes. Haven't seen Devon's twin sons in about a year or so in AEW, uh, but a nice showing from Dark Order with Ten getting the pen after hitting the discus lariat. And Helico, the Butcher and the Blade, defeated Jameson, Ryan, Brandon Bullock, and Bryce Cannon. Very easy win here. With And Helico getting the submission with a Navarro death row. And the main event here was Tony Nese defeated John Walters with the running knees. Uh, Walters is a former Ring of Honor pure champion who just returned back to Ring of Honor in 2020 after being away for a while. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. There's a combination of about three different Universal Studios tapings. Just kind of, um, I guess, uh, stitched together here to make this 14-match show. Which starts with Joro Joe defeated Luke Sampson. Joe comes out with the Private Party. As they say that Andrade still has the contracts on the former members of the AFL. Private Party gets in the apron to distract Sampson from getting, uh, from not seeing the pump kick from Joel as he gets the pin. Lee Moriarty defeated Ren, Ren Jones by submission with the Border City Stretch. Fuego Doso had an interview backstage that says that he has unfinished business with QT Marshall, and tonight he will burn the factory down to the ground. Serena Deeb defeated Viva Van after hitting the Deep Talks. 
Marina Shafir defeated Amber Nova rather quickly, making her submit to Greedy. Konosuke Takeshita defeated Anthony Henry in a really good match here, with Henry giving his all, but Takeshita hits the jumping knee for the pin and the win. Jonathan Gresham, making his dark debut, defeated Jordan Oasis. Uh, real interesting way here. He kind of worked on Oasis's knee at the end. They kind of kept banging it over and over until Oasis submitted. Wheeler Yuta defeated Bryce Donovan with the German suplex into a bridge in a nice showing. After the match, Giovanni interviews Yuta, who cuts a promo on Daniel Garcia ahead of their match at Death Before Dishonor. So I feel like a lot of the people that were featured today are Ring of Honor people or people that are going to be on the pay-per-view on Saturday. Danhausen also making his dark debut, defeats Jake Something, getting his first singles victory in AEW with a surprise roll-up uh, after Something was pretty dominating in the match. Charlotte and Robin Renegade defeated Avery Bro and Valentina Rossi with a double-team neckbreaker after some twin magic to get their first tag-team victory in AEW. Shivani tries to interview them after, and he calls out their twin magic, but they just keep denying it, and they call out the entire AEW women's roster. Mercedes Martinez defeated the debuting J-Rod by submission with the Brass City Sleeper. Serena D came out after the match, and they kind of went face-to-face ahead of their Ring of Honor Women's Championship match on Saturday. The Varsity Blondes defeated Ter- Terrence and Terrell Hughes. Excalibur brought up something about lightning striking and Taz got all upset because it reminded him of how he got struck twice by lightning. Once in the Bronx in 1986 and once in Iowa in 1997. I'm not sure this is a legit or not, but that would be kind of crazy if Taz got hit by lightning twice. Griff Garrison gets a pin here after hitting a rolling elbow strike. QT Marshall defeated Fuego Del Sol. This was a fun match, but the ending saw Nick Camarado and Aaron Solo ringside trying to get involved until Mass Idol and Dante Martin runs out to stop them. This distracted the referee as QT hit a low blow, but then Fuego comes back with one as well, as the referee got distracted somehow again. Then Fuego hits a pair of Tornado DDTs, but QT catches his uh, shooting star press attempt into a diamond cutter. Um, then hits another diamond cutter for the pen, so this is a nice callback to when uh, Randy Orton did this to uh, Mass Idol or Evan Bourne. Jay Lethal defeated Logan Cruz before the match. Lethal cut a promo saying that Cruz is a student and he handpicked him for this match, but this will hurt him more than it hurts Cruz as he makes Cruz submit quickly with the figure four, uh, which is kind of, uh, I guess, appropriate ahead of his match with Ric Flair uh, next week. After the match, Lethal cuts a promo on Samoa Joe about winning the TV title at Death Before Dishonor. And the main event here in a pure rules match, Daniel Garcia defeated Allen Five Angels with a sleeper hold in the ropes as Angels had used all his rope breaks. Uh, this was obviously taped before Angels left AEW, so it's technically his last match here. After the match, Yuta runs out and chases Garcia out of the ring. Uh, then Garcia, as Garcia was trying to put a sharpshooter on Allen Angels, and they brawl a little bit on the outside ahead of their match as well. So a nice little preview of um the ring of honor pay-per-view and if you haven't checked it out the countdown to Defy for dishonor which is about 30 minutes or so great 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 uh definitely check it out if you have a chance we go to nxt uk starts with oliver carter defeated tealman uh d familia try to get involved on the outside but carter gets the pin after hitting a spinning heel kick in the corner and after the match d familia jumps the ring and attacks carter so this is a uh, going off on carter not wanting to join them Sam Gradwell was being interviewed in the PC, but he gets attacked by Trent Seven before Seven gets kicked out of the PC. Fallon Henley was being asked about her time in the UK, but Isla Dawn was in the background trying to interrupt it, doing her creepy antics, and Henley didn't want nothing to do with her. Dave Mastiff congratulated Josh Morrell for his first win last week, but says that next week they will go at it. Wolfgang responds to Ela Dragonall's challenge to him and tells him to be careful what he wished for. A male defeated Stevie Turner. Blair Davenport was on commentary for this match and pretty much just talked trash about a male the whole time, but a male wins pretty easily after hitting the Hope Breaker 
here. They show Miko Satomura and Saray from last week, and Saray says that next time they're in the ring, they'll be facing each other, and Miko kind of agreed to that. Nina Samuels comes into the picture and tries to ask Amelia McKenzie what's going on as she just walks away. So I guess the story here is maybe Amelia's getting a little bit jealous that Saray's kind of taking all the attention away from Miko. Mark Andrews and Wild Boar said that they'll be waiting for Briggs and Jensen when they bring the titles back over to the UK. And then Sid Skyler makes it official in two weeks, Eo Dragonall versus Wolfgang. And they also say that for next week, we'll get Isla Dawn versus Fallon Henley and Trent Seven versus Sam Gradwell. And the main event here for the Heritage Cup Championship, Mark Coffey defeated Noam Dar to become the new Heritage Cup champion. Uh, Shaw Samuels was barred ringside for this match. Coffee gets the first fall right away in round two, making Dar submit to the Gator Lock, and then Dar comes back in round four with a knee bar, making Coffee tap, and then it comes down to the sixth and final round with Coffee getting the pin after a sliding forearm with just seconds left to go in the round. Shaw Samuels comes out after and starts crying with Noam Dar as the rest of the NXT UK roster come out to celebrate, as I guess they all, but they all, I guess, bet against uh, Dar here. Uh, this includes a returning Joe Coffee who's been away for a while. He comes out and he hugs Mark his brother. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We go to Impact Wrestling on um, BTI. Bupinder Gujar uh, defeated Johnny Swinger after hitting the Gargoyle Spear and avoids Sticky Dice's multiple interferences spots on the outside. On the main show, the Motor City Machine Guns and Josh Alexander defeated Violent by Design. Uh, Diener and Joe Doran come out before the match uh, with no Eric Young in sight, but he did eventually come out as the match starts. Real fast-moving match here ends with Alex Shelley making Diener submit to the Border City stretch while Alexander held Young down in an ankle lock, and then Chris Saber reluctantly hands the title over to Alexander um, as Shelley kind of just watched on. More on this to come. We get another video for Killer Kelly preparing for her return to Impact. Steve Macklin defeated James Storm with a DDT after Storm gets sent face first into the exposed turnbuckle. After the match, the lights go off, and when it comes back on, it's Sammy Callahan, but Macklin had already escaped to the outside of the ring. Chris Sabin had stopped Scott Demore backstage and said that he deserves a world title shot against Alexander, but Demore says that since Shelley impressed him as well, next week it'll be Sabin versus Alex Shelley, a battle of the Motor City Machine Guns, and the winner will fight Alexander at emergence for the world title. Chelsea Green defeated Mickey James. Deanna Perrazzo and Mia Yim were both banned ringside for this match. The match got a little bit vicious and all over the place, and they kind of went back and forth with pins at the end, ended with Green getting the pin with her feet on the ropes. We see Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie going into the Undead Realm where they find Havoc, but she's in a more friendly persona now, kind of smiling and going by Jessica. Uh, Gougeur asked Brian Myers for his digital media shot since he won on BTI earlier, but Myers tells, tells him to hit him up when he gets that blue check mark on Twitter. 
Masha Slamovich defeated Tennille Dashwood in about a minute or so. Tennille kept trying to run away for this, but Slamovich quicks, uh, answered quickly after hitting the snowplow. Speedball Mike Bailey says that he'll defend his X Division title next week against Diener. Gia Miller tries to get a word with Mickey James after her loss, and she says that you're only as good as your last match, and she's going home now. So, um, yeah, nice little storyline here, I guess, with her, I guess, stepping away for the time being. The main event here was Kenny. King, uh, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, and Eddie Edwards of Honor No More defeated the Bullet Club's Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and the Good Brothers as Honor No More was coming out. Heath runs out and he takes out Vincent, as this is his new thing now, just attacking him on a weekly basis. The ending came when Maria Canales gave Doc Gallows a low blow, and everyone from Honor No More hit their moves, uh, ending with the frog splash from Matt Taven on Gallows for the pen. We go to NWA USA, has Rhett Titus defeated Gustavo Aguilar and Matt Vine in a triple threat by rolling up Aguilar. Mae Valentine was backstage with Chelsea Green and VSK, where Green says that she'll be fighting and beating Camille for the title. Jamie Stanley's Stanley Drill segment had his guest Gags the Gimp, who didn't say anything and didn't answer any of the questions. We've seen cam footage of Tyrus attacking Casey Rocks in the ring, but Casey's mom comes in to help and protect him. This is a little odd. Uh, Aaron Stevens and Black Jays were there involved as well. Genocide cuts his passionate promo about going after all the women on the roster, and the main event here had Colby Carino defeated Luke Hawks after using an illegal object and then hitting the Sunsetter for the pen. We go to NWA Power, starts with Maxi and Palo defeated Taya Valkyrie and Ella Envy in a triple threat, pinning Envy after hitting Welcome to the Wasteland. Kyle Davis tries to get a word with Max after the match and was unsuccessful, so Sinister Minister comes out and kind of looks to have recruited Max to join him. The OGK and La Rebellion ended in a no contest after both teams couldn't stop fighting and keep the legal men in the ring. Uh, Bestia 666's father, Damian 666, uh, WCW alumni, was ringside. He comes in after the match, he attacks Mike Bennett, and he sprays the mist into Matt Taven's face. Mae Valentine was backstage with Taryn Terrell and Natalia Markova, as Markova says that she wasn't medically cleared for her number one contendership match because she got a concussion during her match with Taya Valkyrie, but says that she's always ready and she deserves that title shot. Scion and Austin Idol were backstage and said the relationship is perfect now, and they're going to be going after the National heavyweight title. Magic Jake Dumas defeated Eric Jackson in a little over a minute with the Abra Cadaver, then attacked him with his playing card, giving him a vicious paper cut. William Patrick Corgan cuts a passionate promo about the race to the Chase Tournament in NWA. May Valentine interviews Colby Carino and Otison about their upcoming matches against Tyrus and Kerry Morton, and they get upset at the way that she questions them. In the finals here, in the race to the chase tournament in a fiddle four-way match, Nick Aldis defeated Mike Knox, Brian Myers, and Tom Latimer. Uh, Aldis gets the pin on Myers after Knox accidentally takes out Myers, and Aldis had Latimer crash into Knox to take them out. So now Aldis will face Trevor Murdoch for the World Championship at NWA 74 in August. On NXT Level Up, Matt Camp actually joins Sudu Shaw and Nigel McGuinness to make a, a three-man commentary for the show. Ikemen Jiro defeated Quincy Elliott. The crowd was really behind both Jiro and Elliott here. Bunch of fun spots here, but Jiro ends up rolling Elliott for the pen, and after the match, they embrace. Kiana James defeated the debuting Sol Ruka. This is, um, Sol Ruka has had a couple house show matches, but this is her first TV match. And uh, they say that she grew up in Hawaii and she has somewhat of a surfer, snowboarder type of gimmick. Uh, Kiana gets the pin after hitting the jumping flatliner. Chase Hughes, Andre Chase, and Bodie Hayward defeated Javier Bernal and Miles Bourne. Hayward gets the pin on Bourne after they hit their double team flatliner combo. Um, as kind of throughout the match, Bernal and Bourne kind of were not on the same page. On New Japan Strong, the tag team title tournament continues. In the first round, as a stray dog army, Mysterioso and Barrett Brown defeated Midnight Heats, Eddie Pearl, and Ricky Gibson, with Barrett Brown getting the pen after a running knee on Pearl for the pen to advance. Uh, Tom Lawler defeated Bad Dude Tito in singles action, as this was right before he departed to Japan for the G1. 
And another first round match here had Aussie Open, uh, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis defeated Alan Angels and Evil Uno, the Dark Order. Uh, this is another one of Alan Angels' final Dark Order appearances, I guess, for the time being. Uh, Fletcher gets the pin on Angels after Aussie Opens hits the Coriolis as they advance to the next round. On main event, Tamina defeated the debut in Jasmine Allure. Uh, Allure has made about a dozen appearances on AEW Dark in the last couple of years, and she gets a little bit of shine on offense in this match, but Tamina ultimately hits her with the super kick for the win. And Mustafa Ali defeated Akira Tozawa with a 450 splash and a real fun match here. Ali actually had Cedric Alexander in his corner, so it looks like they'll be staying as a tag team for the time being. The WWE Network editions of the week were an episode of ICW Fight Club, WXW We Love Wrestling number 32, which actually had a one-hour Iron Man match, and also 10 episodes of WWE Superstars from 1995. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.